you are correct in that regard. Um, let's see. Is everybody ready? Ready, Jude? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just going to let it roll. No. This will be this will be one episode, one full hour of <laughs> two movies people didn't ask for. All right, moving on to March first, uh, the year of nineteen ninety six will continue uh, much painfully. <laughs> Hiro has already registered his complaints about the, uh, the the premise of this this run of sober cinema, uh, but we have some good stuff on the horizon. We got Fargo, uh, Executive Decision. Mm. Those are the next two weeks. This week, though, March 1st, we had, uh, I guess, a box office hit. This is just uh, we had up close and personal. Paying our dues. She was an unknown with nothing but ambition. You'll need an on-camera reporter. Show me what you got. He was the professional who'd done it all. This is Tally Atwater on Miami Beach. Yes. What she needed to know. She eats the lens. He taught her. Keep it loose. Keep it open. We get lucky. Gold. But then everything changed. I've been here before. So have I. Touchstone Pictures presents... Marry me. What? I want you around in the morning. You already have me around in the morning. I want to know you're legally required to be there. The story of a woman on her way up... This is Tally Atwater, reporting live in Holmesburg Prison. A man who helped her get there... Use the camera. It's the only weapon you've got. ...and a love they couldn't leave behind. Do you want to be with me? So much it hurts. Robert Redford... Michelle Pfeiffer, up close and personal, uh, which was popular back in uh, back in 1996. For uh, what reason, Jared? What what will people discover if they choose to watch up close and personal? Like if they have a friend who hosts oh. a podcast <clears throat> and then drops a file <laughs> in a shared folder and says, "Here's what you're watching tonight." Oh, this is my cue, my David Giannini. Promoted cue for a synopsis. I, I'm going to be honest here. This was bits and pieces as well. Uh, it seems Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, what do you mean by bits and pieces? Robert Jerry? Rip. Uh, I watched it this morning, and uh, I'd excuse myself to go to other parts of the Ooh. house and with all of our miss a couple the gaming chair soiled. I, I love that Jared is still excusing himself from the screen. I mean, he could probably, like Hyrule, mm. just put it in his pocket. But just, are you saying you just walk away and just let it roll and you'll come back? Yeah, I just let it roll. I don't pause it. I had a time frame to hit this morning and I was still late, as I've been told multiple times from uh, Miami Man. This should please you, Jared. Uh, uh, I had a recording with uh, Derek Stewart over at the Grand Gesture for uh, 9.30 mm. And at 7.50, he texted me saying he was going to have to cancel, which negated the whole reason for us even having to do this <laughs> at 8 a.m. Well, make that mm-hmm. a note that I'll uh, <clears throat> put into my phone to curse at him. Or maybe you. What am I supposed Who to knows? do with Tim? He gave me 10 <coughs> not, minutes heads up. Hyro's already on Skype <laughs> sending jokes about the Irish people. What am, what am, I mean, we're, we're good to go. Go back. <laughs> so what's this movie um, about? Fuck, I don't know. Redford and Pfeiffer have this relationship through her career at news stations. A Star is Born. Exactly what it is. A Star is Born. This is like the ninth time you and I, Michael, have recorded about Star is Born, I think. I've had it. Have we ever recorded on a Star is Born proper? Or just things like a Star is Born? We did the, uh, oh, and War Machine versus War Horse was there. You had me do like a double tap. 
on the really old one. Oh, the like three hour plus version. Yes, thank you, sir. Well, the fucking guy drowns himself in the ocean. Hmm. I mean, not soon enough, but yeah. My God. Just, just get there. Um, this is a uh, look. I thought you would enjoy this, Hiro. You enjoy uh, to the extreme any movie that has any relation to your beloved city of Miami. And you texted us last night in the the official sober cinema thread, which I'll allow uh, any and all listeners into if they pay us. They can get that. Basically, they can get the podcast. <laughs> the podcast where we actually talk about the movies is in an iMessage thread. And then when we record, we talk about other things. Michael's screaming at us about stop wasting content mm-hmm. at the top, but in all caps. <laughs> you were unhappy with how Miami was portrayed in this film. And um, I gave you one thought. Is it just because the characters leave for Philadelphia? Because otherwise, what, what was so disturbing about the great city of Miami here? It's like every time, uh, you know, you, you go, you show... Um, and you you say the word Miami, like the conga music starts playing. It's sort of kind of like how lions roar and there's yes. pan flutes when you speak. We would never. <laughs> and then, you know, at the very beginning of the movie, she shows up to the Miami office and she's greeted by this lady who is quite possibly the one of the worst accents I've ever seen. You know, the, mm. you, have you seen Scarface? You know, or, when I was a teenager, oh, yeah. yes. Where Robert Loja is trying to play like a Latin American, whatever, Cuban immigrant. It's ridiculous. That whole movie is ridiculous. But... I understand you're talking to two white people. And so unless yeah, I don't even know talking, we don't pick up on, is that accent funny? We're just like, mm-hmm, yep. As long mm-hmm. as Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert Redford are on point, we don't care. <sighs> I'm just going to go ahead and walk <laughs> into, the back, into this white background and just uh, put my head down. <laughs> Wait a minute now. You tell me you did not enjoy two beautiful people on screen. This is the antithesis to Mary Riley mm. last week. <laughs> two beautiful people that you want to see have sex. I did have a note, though. When they rekindle the flame in Philadelphia, as you know, people want to do after they escape uh, Red State, Florida, um, they have sex in another man's office. And they laugh at him when he walks in to grab something. And all Pfeiffer says is, oh, we thought you had left for the day. Does that explain at all why they are choosing to fuck and her boss is on, on his floor? Sometimes just wherever the mood strikes you, I suppose. I mean, the movie... I don't choose what room that I put my Oculus the... on. But... <laughs> Jared, the movie explains it like the guy's like, well, it's Redford and Pfeiffer. I should be thankful that they're... Getting their juices all over my floor, like I should. He be can happy. smell it as he well, walks into. He's like, uh, like uh, Mr. Hyde over there. So you come into your house and there's a couple <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. in here. <laughs> in and the, the only manner of apology I get is, "Oh, we thought you had left for the day." Like that's the only, you know, that's the only fa- faux gonna, pas they've made. How do you how do you break it up? <laughs> Are you going to like start you with dogs? I guess. These two? I don't know. You st- <laughs> Stop spraying things. Or... What? <laughs> Get a bucket of water. <laughs> I'm just imagining you grappling two naked people engaged in coitus. Get out of here! I mean, what would you have me do, Jared? Like, join in? Are you saying, is that the way to break it up? Is you just See, I've got this services? mental image of, like, the, the same here. scenario, but with Jared walking in. You know what I mean? And then he just starts... He, he okay. does the, the dog analogy comes back where he just starts sniffing around. You know what I mean? Sort of, I feel just, like that's more your thing. Now, Hyrule, no you're really on to the 
the aromas uh, of late. See, I walk in without a hat on, and it's automatically, oh. Yeah, this is the, uh, the note <laughs> we'll I had, up. How understanding would you be to find <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert Redford fucking in your office? The second part of this note was, do you join in, Hellcat? <laughs> I want to know. There's, if there's flesh, I gotta be there. Is there a downside to that? Because they either stop, I guess you get what you initially wanted, which is, please don't do that on my furniture, uh, or mm-hmm. I guess you get to be in a uh, tag team scenario with, you know, Redford and Pfeiffer. <laughs> Two beautiful white people, Hyro. The only downtrack is you have to listen to that goddamn song that keeps playing. <clears throat> you know, I was perusing Letterboxd, and I think there was like 71 reviews of this movie, which is 25 years old. And, uh, I mean, if you watch anything that's like on Netflix, um, that premiered like the last year, there's like 2000 reviews of something, mm. but it was one of the top ones was I only, the only thing I uh, knew of this movie was that classic Celine Dion song, which, um, may be the whitest thing I've seen on the internet recently <laughs> because I didn't know what they were talking about as far as because you loved me. Was this a popular nineties, mid nineties ballad, Hyro? I guess. I don't know. I, I'm familiar with it like in the background, but this movie like shovels it down your throat every single Nominate time. for an Oscar. So this is the... the, the... 45 million views on uh, YouTube. For that track, huh? Mm-hmm. For that track. Is that good? Yeah. Sober cinnamon-like numbers? <laughs> it's, it's certainly better than this, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's played for office sex, if that became ingrained like in the psyche, but I was really stuck on this notion because like Hiro said, there's not much here. It's about a woman who uh she doesn't appear to be that talented. Really? I, I don't know. They go they go to like great lengths to make her like a bumbling fool. Yeah. Uh she does the whole you know, like women in, in rom coms normally, even though there's really nothing comedic here. She falls down immediately on the new new job twice. Um, they make this big production about a tampon, like falling out of her bag. Like these are the type of gags we're getting. Uh, and then she's unable to read off a teleprompter, and she can't pronounce words that start with S. I think. Do they really need to dumb her down that hard, like to show the, you know, it, obviously this is like Stars Born, right? So. It's the mentor uh, mentee sort of relationship. Yeah. Do we? I think like this. You don't have to go full simple Jack here with her, where you man, he just on one lately. Called <laughs> Malkovich a mongoloid face last week. <laughs> simple Jack, but okay, you know your point they is go valid. So far with her, right? Lady Gaga in the new Stars Born can still fucking sing. Yeah, she just hasn't got her shot yet. She, you know, she hasn't got her stage. Yeah. Um, and she may not know the ins and outs as far as how to present herself, but this this version of a star is born this uh attempt at being a news anchor she can't read words off a screen or say certain <laughs> words, so it seems like <laughs> this isn't gonna be your bag that's a that's a good prerequisite for uh telling the news is being able to read not <laughs> pulling some illiterate off is the it in Kentucky as well. <laughs> Uh, that's a, I'm uh, trying to think. I, I, you know, we should have brought in tangible Teddy. I did have that thought, Jared. Of God, local mm. news is <coughs> we need trash. Some really He's the guy you need on this right <laughs> oh, okay. here yeah. for this discussion. A little Emmy award winning. Uh, I think he's left the business now too. So what? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. No more Emmys for him. He's in. What What is he doing now, Jared? Is he like he's filming like kitchen equipment or he's, something, uh... something like that? <laughs> kitchen equipment. I love how you dumb down. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely strip any sort of significance away. <laughs> ah, yeah, he's got the microwave promos. The slap shop commercial. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> he's working for GE doing uh, videos for them. What do they make, Jared? Appliances. What am I far, far afield here? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not up to date on the GE YouTube channel to see what <laughs> amazing creative content that is. <laughs> Yeah, the only corporate videos you ever see of G. It's look at our washers and dryers. Tell you fool. All right, so I should have invited our own simple Jack on to talk about what's going on in the the short film business on microwaves. Is that whoa whoa whoa? Short film, as in the length of the film is short, or the person making it is of a diminutive stature. All of it. Mm. Yeah, he's okay. tiny. Tiny man. It's no Redford. That's okay. Producing I really dislike amounts. Redford here. You know, I I don't think I like Robert Redford what? Like at all. What? I you know there are movies like I, I'm a big fan of Sneakers, which he's the lead in, and you know you have you have classics like Butch Cassidy and uh, let's see the you know going to the mentor mentee thing. There's Spy Game, uh, Tony Scott joint from 2001. Uh, I don't like the Redford persona. Um, we talked about this, Jared, in our uh, A Walk in the Woods episode, which I love. And I think I shouted mm-hmm. out to Hiro on how much he hates it. Um, what a terrible person he is, a bad American for hating that, that modern classic. <laughs> but Redford, consistently, it's very Adam Sandler-like. I, I see like a direct line between the two. And that Do, if there's are, something... Are, is your eyesight okay? Like, Well, look... It's a very different reaction if I come in and see Adam Sandler fucking Michelle Pfeiffer. I think a crime is being committed, and I, I grab a weapon. <laughs> Get off of her, you fiend. But this can't be consensual. Let's, let's remove the physical aspects, obviously. When it comes to comedy, and Adam Sandler's definitely in far more broad comedies, uh, I never had a problem with you know the Happy Gilmores, which we chose not to cover. Probably one of the most successful films in 1996. Uh, when he's playing kind of an idiot, when he's playing a simple Jack-like figure, as Hyrule would say repeatedly on end. But when he is a normal guy, or he's played as the smarter guy than the other buffoons in the room, I always hate in a Sandler comedy or here with Redford, like when Michelle Pfeiffer fucks up, he has this amused expression on his face, this smirk. Uh, like He comes in and she's got a People magazine in her apartment. And he immediately goes into a riff of like, so, I mean, you got the Washington Post in here, or is it just this? Is it just this fluff that you're reading? It's like, dude, fucking settle down. Like, you, you, look what you do. You, you're you just one step away from filming oven videos. Just oh, shut up. That whole thing that Mike was going on. One just long shot at the great tangible teddy. Oh, no. Rube Goldberg like set up to make fun of <laughs> microwaves again. <laughs> My point is, who is he to be talking shit to Michelle Pfeiffer when Jared? I think you know Hyra was questioning mm-hmm. our local news. Uh, I'm not going to speak ill of any of the uh, female broadcasters, but they do come from the Pfeiffer mold. And I'm the only thing I'm shocked with is that the guy who runs the station somehow walks in and is oblivious to Michelle Pfeiffer staying there and not thinking, 
put her on the screen. I don't care what she's doing. I don't care. She can't read. There. I don't care. We'll cut around it. <laughs> just or just have her sitting there. So I'm I'm never a fan. Redford goes into his his stick so. where he's got to be smarter than every other character, no matter his own personal failings. He's still the smartest guy in the room, and that has gotten old with me. I mean, a walk in the woods, Jared. Nick, so, Nick Nolte is the star of that movie, not Redford, and he's constantly talking shit to him, constantly. So you're saying the ringleader of the circus has no business being amused and belittling clowns? You smell like clowns. shit, too, Redford. <laughs> Elephant shit seeped into your pores. You're just as bad as the rest. <laughs> who are you? Who are you, pal, to judge me on being a I don't a remember in Big Fish, little Dane DeVito being the ringleader, like, talking shit to McGregor, like, being like, well, I'm the, you know, the cock of the walk here. That's, that's what Redford is. Redford is Dane DeVito surrounded by shit here. And he's been given the gift of Michelle Pfeiffer walking into his presence. And she, she wants to have sex with him constantly. Constantly in this movie. I'll say, there's where the jealousy yeah. comes out. <laughs> is that the, is that... It's not the jealousy, Jared. It's, it's the that, it's that's the, really the, the grumbling. Problem. Like what? <laughs> what more do you want? How dare you! <laughs> this gift bestowed upon you. It's like the Seinfeld clip where George is trying to get Jerry to break up with this girl, trying to help him ease the breakup, and they come up with a plot that Jerry is going to propose to this woman that he wants to dump. Uh, that he was interested in having a threesome with her and the roommate. And for whatever reason, Jerry thinks that will absolve him of actually breaking up with her. Cause then it'll be her choice. She'll be offended. She'll dump him instead, you know, spoiler alert for this classic episode. She says, Ooh, that's an intriguing idea. And then Jerry doesn't want to go through with it. I am George Costanza. When he finds out where he <laughs> becomes enraged and says, this is like discovering plutonium by accident. You don't turn this away. You don't. And Redford here, it's just giving gift after gift after gift. And he's still not happy. He still has to go off into the jungles and, spoiler alert for this movie, get fucking shot. As Which he is one of the funniest sequences. What is he doing throwing that microphone like that? What did like he, he do just, it? He, he's like like he's throwing a grenade, like this microphone. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets shot in the back. I rewound that like three times. I did just... too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I apologize to GE. I apologize to Teddy. Um, as far as I know, <laughs> and on record on this show, Teddy is a sex maniac. He, he doesn't turn down any opportunities. He's a good man. He leaves. He leaves the sex gunk maniac. hanging from. Uh, he leaves uh, it all out there on the field. Every bit of it, covering himself in it, all on his belly. <laughs> Maybe his leg. I don't know. Maybe his foot. He's short. He's not that much. There's not that much distance between those uh, those two areas. <laughs> All right, Jared. There's my bit. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I offended your sensibilities. I didn't know you were into <laughs> fucking tech videos in that way. <laughs> Grandpa Hyro's tech videos. Oculus instructionals. Hmm. Let's see. What's going on in the world of short films on weed eaters today? Oh, I've got to see this riveting content. <laughs> it's just the distilling. Not that I'm not defending Teddy. It's just the comic... <laughs> Notion of it, you say, "Ah, what are you doing? Uh, fucking microwaves? You doing some instructions?" And know what? I don't. I'm saying that he's performing a greater service than local news. Now he's moved up. <laughs> he's actually helping people for once. Step one: insert food into box. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> this has nothing to do with up close and personal. By the way. <laughs> Poor Teddy. <clears throat> I'll have the record show that I am a big supporter of Tangible Teddy being on podcasts, so I am minimizing my slander of the man's chosen vocation. All right. I have some notes on Redford. <clears throat> Here's some positives for him. He's good looking. Uh, good looking. Uh, performs cunnilingus, seemingly, at will. Uh, there's a, a about a 15-second shot of Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, not in an Oscar-winning performance, uh, enjoying it in like a very PG-13 way. I didn't care for that. They also tease it. like They kind of play with, with the, the snatch box eating when he's like, they pan, she's like moaning. This is like the mm-hmm. second time she's moaning and stuff, and it goes mm-hmm. down and she's giving him a foot massage. I'm thinking, what would uh, Sam Jackson think of this? You know, the amount of moaning she's doing. Say, over a foot rub? Yeah. Snatch box. <laughs> I can't move past. <laughs> Jared heard nothing else. <laughs> Thank you, doctor, for your clinical. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do you want from me? What do you, want? you want like a full, Look, like. Hiro is proving my point, or I guess proving Jared's point, rather, uh, mm-hmm. that. There is a need for technical videos on things to, to educate yourself. You must describe the oh, labia been... correctly. There's plenty of videos of that, let me assure you. I don't know if GE has got any snatch box videos that we can say <laughs> wrong box. Starring Faye Reagan. I would watch that. There's a little bit of that. Uh, even when Redford has his breakthrough as the mentor, as he is Pfeiffer's bumbling her first like weather broadcast in this ridiculous setup, which is also my <clears throat> cover image for my notes app here. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. <laughs> probably coming to uh, this podcast as well. The camera like zooms in on him. He's like Burt Reynolds of Boogie Nights seeing Wahlberg's cock for the first time. Where like Redford says she eats the lens. And you know, my <laughs> wife was watching this, and both of us kind of recoiled back from Redford, like, ah, Jesus. Like, come on, man. Like, over the line a little bit. Like, you know, there's some money here. I can see something in her, you know, that she's Michelle fucking Pfeiffer, for one. No, she eats the lens. She's got the it factor, you know. There's a lot so. of eating in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're Michael Douglas with throat cancer. You know, you've really held that against ah. Catherine Zay Jones and just women in general. Like, you. Your, your poor wife. I, I'm sure you've got a People Magazine article like clipped to the refrigerator. Michael she Douglas asked got for cancer. It, I just, I just hold <laughs> it up, and you. tapping the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> just hold it up. Tap. Would you have liked the tragedy of this movie better if that's how Redford died? <laughs> Ah, HPV got him. <laughs> but you have to somehow merge both worlds, right? It's one, you got it. He died from cunnilingus, but he also throws the microphone up and he kind of like just flops down. Would he have the microphone while the doing irony. it? Or like, I mean, are you saying he's like, <laughs> just like one more <clears throat> swipe of the tongue there and he's like shot in the back? <laughs> 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 Like, how that dramatic do you want to go here? Maybe uh, throw up like uh, the silver bullet. I don't know. 
getting shot while you're performing. <laughs> <laughs> what situation do you present yourself in that you get shot? Maybe you know, maybe if you're in that somebody's office. Yeah, that's yet true. again. That, for that, that's the, that tears it. That is the last fucking time, Redford. <laughs> I've had it with Make you. Make it a recurring gag. <laughs> you come Constantly out to in his office. <laughs> GE kitchen microwave set. <laughs> What's that fucking nasty breath of yours? The Pfeiffer breath. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> Looking like a glazed donut. <laughs> Comes out. She eats the lens, guys. I'm telling you, she eats the lens. Just uh, enough. God damn. <laughs> What country is to get shot in, by the way, Hyro? This is the, the I did have a note, like, the, the dumb Americans would ask Panama? Hyro. Panama? I believe so. Which, is there tons of violence? I guess, I don't know, 96? Educate I don't know. us. Fuck <laughs> if I know, man. Something about them fighting over that uh, canal. Sure. Yes, no. <laughs> You're supposed to be the expert from... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> from from wherever? How? Yeah, can somebody please explain how I became the expert on this? What in me do you see as the qualification to be the expert? Go ahead. Uh, you're just a learned man. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> well, it's really it's more of a. Uh, uh, I'm complimenting you. More so than anything. Yeah, like I was with Teddy in his new job. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I, I have thought that maybe I should reach out to Teddy and be like, hey, we're talking about your exploits in the shower on one episode, and now I'm apparently insulting this great industry you've joined. <laughs> like, he's never even been on this podcast. He's become a character in the last few weeks. How much do porn film producers make? Could Teddy just go for Like, is it a step up or step down and do porn? I don't know that with that particular industry, Jared. Isn't that? I feel like that that's been disrupted. Um, now let's turn to the real expert. There you go. Yeah. No. <clears throat> <Hold> on. <clears throat> let's see. Was it an adult film producer salary? But you wouldn't really be a producer. <laughs> Performers in the industry annual annual base pay of 24,600 to 55,000. dollars God dang, man. That's rough. <laughs> Just be a teacher and have your summers off and you don't Just be careful you don't mix both professions. Fox News tells us all the time what happens when you mix them. So double dip, is that what you're saying, Hiro? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Hyro's <laughs> had a couple of those where I've, I've, in the edit, I've pulled out his positive reaction, which sounds like way too positive. Like, that, mm. oh yeah, was, was one of them. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> All right. Um, fuck this. Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glen Olivet, Glen Fittick, perhaps, maybe a Glen Gow, any Glen. I'm drunk on. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. 
Tally Atwater on Miami Beach. Yes. What she needed to know. I ain't got a good, good, good brain. I think you've got a fine brain, Jack. All right. This is a GE microwave, and I'm going to show you how to operate it. This particular GE microwave does not have numbers on here. It just has a dial, and I'm going to show you how to do that. You make me happy. She eats the lens. He taught her. Keep it loose. Keep it open. Get lucky. Go. Oh, yeah. But then everything changed. Hey! What happened to Babs? She never showed up last night. The whole thing blew up in my face. Ah, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> hey! What happened with Sandy? I forgot all about it. Did you call? So what we're going to do is, once you have your food, you put it in the microwave, great. All right, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna come up to this start button. Yeah, I did. In fact, I went over there. So what happened? Did she throw you out, huh? No, actually, she took it pretty well. <laughs> so what happened? She's into it. Right here, there's a start button. You don't press it. You have to actually turn the knob. Into what? The menage. <laughs> and not only that, she just called me. She told me she spoke for the roommate, and the roommate's into the menage, too. <laughs> Scene, man. <laughs> that doesn't even work either. So you go down to cook time, all right, and it says enter cooking. And to adjust the time, you just turn this knob. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it? What do you mean you're not going to do it? I can't. I'm not an orgy guy. <laughs> Are you crazy? This is like discovering plutonium by accident. Michael Douglas's candid conversation put a spotlight on the risk of oral cancer from oral sex. The Guardian newspaper quoted the actor as blaming his throat cancer on the HPV virus, which he got from performing oral sex on a woman. Don't you know what it means to become an orgy guy? It changes everything. I have to dress different. I have to act different. I have to grow a mustache and get all kinds of robes and lotions and... I need a new bedspread, new curtains. I'd have to get thick carpeting and weirdo lighting. Because I'd have to get new friends. I'd have to get orgy friends. No, I'm not ready for it. <laughs>